Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Yavamah's daf Pechas. We left off on daf Pechas. In the days we were in the middle of a Mishnah, somewhat unconventionally. We were up to Rabbi Yossi Omer, right in the middle of the first Mishnah of the 10th parak. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children. We thank him for the continued uh, sponsorship. And by Lyle and Milton Mitzner in commemoration of Ezra Shapiro's Zichron Levrachos 78th yard site, which takes place on the second day of Shavuos. Second Lieutenant Ezra Shapiro, Ezra Ben Yisrael, was killed over the skies of Germany while fighting the Nazis. His neshama should have an aliyah. Wow. We thank uh, both sponsors very much for the sponsorship. So we're going to pick up in the middle of the Mishnah today where we, the Mishnah was discussing what happens if a woman's uh, husband went away and he didn't come back and the one aide comes and says, your husband is dead. And then she gets remarried and after she gets remarried, the first husband comes home. So now uh, what does she do? So the Tanakama had said, we throw the book at her. She's, uh, she gets all the chumras of uh, everything and she can't stay married to anybody and of Vlad Mizah, Mizah, Mamzer and she doesn't get Suba from anybody. So first we're going to learn different shitos in the Mishnah as to uh, what the halacha might be. Then we're going to discuss, and what if it wasn't an Eid Echad that told her her husband that was dead, that her husband was dead, but it was two Eidim that told her that her husband is dead, where she didn't even need Rishos from Bezin to get married, to get remarried. Then the Gemara, the Gemara is going to talk about the concept of Ne'emonus of Eid Echad, because the clear impression you get from the Mishnah is that if the husband doesn't come home, then she's fine. She's allowed to get remarried married, that she has rishos from Beisdin to get married so is that true, do we have other rayas that Neid Echad is Neman and, and what's the source for the idea that Neid Echad is going to be Neman in such a case, so the Gemara is going to have three different sources for the idea that Neid Echad is, uh, is Neman on, uh, on, on such cases, then uh, the uh, Gemara is going to talk about when do we assume, in which cases do we assume that she's going to have to be Teitze Mibalasheni, and which cases do we not assume that she's Tetzay Mi meaning you would imagine that if the first husband comes home, of course she has to get divorced from the second husband. The question is whether she can go back to the first husband. But the Gemara is going to say, no, how do I know that this guy claiming to be the first husband is really the first husband? What, what level of proof do you need that that in fact is true? Who has to recognize him? How many people have to recognize him? What if she says, I know that it's not him? So the Gemara is going to discuss all of those possibilities. So let's let's pick up again right in the middle of the Mishnah, about seven lines into the Mishnah on Pei Zayin and Beis, Rabbi Yossi Omer. So again, the Tanakhama had said, an Eid comes and says your husband died, she gets remarried and then the husband comes home. So absolutely all the Chumras, she's not allowed to be married to either one of them, loses the everything. So Rabbi Yossi disagrees with the Tanakamu who says that she gets a ksuba from neither husband and Rabbi Yossi Omer ksuba that she still gets a ksuba from the first husband. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar disagrees with the Tanakama who said that uh, neither husband is zocheh meaning neither husband has the rules of a husband. And Rabbi Lazar Omer harishon that the first husband is still going to be zocheh in whatever she finds, whatever metziah she finds, whatever maisiyadayim she produces and has the capacity to be made for her nedarim because the chamnar going to make a knas on the first husband he didn't do anything wrong just because someone claimed that he was dead it's not his fault that somebody claimed he was dead so he's they're not going to make a knas on him and rabbi shimon disagrees with the tanakama where the tanakama said that if uh 
that if either of the husbands die, then uh, the brothers of either husband do not do yibum on her. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, no, the brother of the first husband could do yibum on her. If she has either yibum or chalitza with the first, uh, the brother of the first husband when he dies, then that patters. Any other wives that the first husband may have, may have had, and ain't of Vladimir Mamzer. And, uh, and Rabbi Shimon holds, uh, also unlike the, uh, the Tanakama, meaning the Tanakama had said that if the first husband has via with her, the Vlad is going to be a Mamzer now, Midrabanan, not Midaraisa. Midaraisa, she was married to the first husband the whole time, but Midrabanan, the Vlad would be a Mamzer. So Rabbi Shimon disagrees with that as well. And he says, no, the Vlad will not be a Mamzer. This is her husband. It's the, the, the guy that she was married to first, and therefore the only guy she was married to. The Kedushan is obviously not Tovsin with the second husband if the first husband was alive the whole time. So all of that is if she got remarried based on an Eid Echad claiming her husband died and based in saying that's good enough for us, you can get remarried. But if she got married without Rishos Beisden, which makes it sound like worse, but it's not. Shalom Rishos Beisden means where she didn't even need Rishos Beisden because he had Shnei Edim. So if you have Shnei Edim, you don't, you don't need special permission from Beisden. We always believe Shnei Edim. Then Muteris Lachsolo. Then she's Mamish and Anus, Rashi points out. Then it's really not her fault that she uh, that she got remarried. She had the highest form of evidence that we have in Jewish law, other than just Yediyah, other than just you knowing something, and that is Shnei Edim verifying that something is true, so she's an Onus Gamor, and therefore she can go back to the first husband. So the Mishnah brings another difference between Nisei Salpi Echad and Nisei Salpi Shnei Edim. So one difference is, can she go back to the first husband? Nisei Salpi Beisdin, if she gets married based on an Eid Echad with the Rishos of Beisdin, Teitzei, she cannot stay married to either one of the husbands. Upturim in a carbon. She does not have to bring a carbon chatas like a yachid who does baras beizdin, where you're part from carbon. Meaning, if a yachid was uh, was behaving based on the permission of beizdin, even though it turned out to be something for which you should be chayiv chatas, you're part from a carbon. But lo But if she got remarried based on shnei edim and not based upon beizdin, say so. So teitzei, she cannot stay married to the second husband, but for chayiv. Bekarban, she's going to be chayiv bekarban chatas because she's not considered an ones; she's considered a shogeg. Rashi says, and you have a koch beizdin, and you see from there that the beizdin's koch is greater than two edim even shapotrim in a karban. Because when she acts based on beizdin, she's put from a karban. The achronim asked the obvious kasha, so stira mineu be in Rashi. Rashi just said that when she got married up to shnei edim, she's an ones, and now Rashi's saying that she uh, she's not an ones; uh, she's a shogegas. So you have to say it's something in between an onus and a shogig and the gabe the dinim of a karban she's considered like a shogig but the gabe the dinim of, uh, of of whether she's allowed to be with the first husband she's considered an ones so harua basically nasevalchavakilkala if basin told her she can get re- remarried and then she went and she got remarried but in a forbidden marriage she was an almana and she goes and marries a kohen gadol basin says don't worry we trust that your husband is dead and she goes and she marries the kohen gadol so then chayevus per karban then even though it was alpia ras basin she's the, the basin only allowed her to get remarried Kedin. They never allowed her to get remarried to violate all the Yisurim in the Torah. Just because they tell her she can get remarried doesn't mean she can have a cheeseburger for lunch that day. So she's uh, certainly not allowed to go and marry a Kohen Gadol. So then she's going to be Chayiv a carbon. So now, the Gemara makes the following Tiyach. From the fact that the Sefer says that if she gets remarried without Rishos Beisdin, but rather with the say-so of two Edim, that then she's allowed to go back to the first husband. 
Shalom Barishos based in Elbe Edim. Shalom Barishos means without Barishos based in, but with two Edim. So Mechal de Reisha, it sounds like when the Reisha said that Uba the first case of the Mishnah, where they came and they told her that your husband died, means Barishos based in Echad. That Basin gave her permission and had Basin have the right to give her permission to get remarried because there was an Echad that her husband was dead. So you see from our Mishnah that an Echad is Neman, that a woman is allowed to get remarried based on uh, the testimony of only one aid. And that's not the only raya that that's true. There are two more rayas that that's true, that an aid echad would be naman. Utnan nami, we also have a mishnah about a woman getting remarried al piyed echad. We allow an ashes ish that uh, there's only hearsay testimony that her husband was di- uh, that her husband is dead. It's an aid me p aid. The guy who's coming to base and telling us that her husband is dead did not see a body. He only spoke to someone who saw a body, and it's therefore uh, aid me p aid. The isha, and not only that, even if uh, the aid is uh, an isha who's typically possible aidos me p isha, word from another isha. The isha me p even me p or even it's an Isha who heard from an Evan or a Shivcha, she's allowed to get remarried. So apparently, for Edus Isha to allow a, a, a woman to get remarried, we allow an Erechad, we allow Edmipi So you see, the, it's, it's the second biggest Chiddush of this Mishnah that we're quoting now. The bigger Chiddush is that we believe Edmipi but we believe Erechad. You see very clearly that we believe Erechad. <coughs> to allow her to get remarried. The Ritva raises the Kasha on Kufchav Bezumral. The Ritva asks, an evidence Shivcha and Isha are Pasal Eidus. So why is it that we believe them over here? It's not even an Eidachad. They're, they're Pasal Eidus. So he says that they're, since their Psul is not Machmas Aveira, the Chachamim or Machshir, Mishumiguna, in order that the woman shouldn't be, uh, be in Aguna, the Chamor Machshir. And he says, and, and uh, therefore, someone who's a Gazlon Minatora, or anyone who's Pasal Machmas Aveira, is Pasal for Eidus Isha as well. Is going to be possible even as an eid echad for uh, for for edus isha gazel midrabanan. That's questionable, right? That's not as clear, right? Let's say someone's mesachik bekuvia. So it's machlokas uh, whether someone who gambles is gazel uh, midrabanan or it's just an enosik biyishuv shalolam. So uh, even if it's a gazel, it's only gazel midrabanan, right? It is machmas avera, but it's not the same as uh, an avera that's a gazel minatora. But the ritva says that um, so so the ritva writes a gazel midrabanan is kosher. They're so makel mishumiguna that not only will we make on uh, on someone who's not an, an avarian at all, but even a gazel midrabanan, we're going to be makel. So that's the second raya that you see. You have neamanus veidachur utna nami, and we have another raya from a mishnah mesachas krisos that talks about the chiv karmen chatas on alpi the edus of a single aid or two, or two edim that say that what you just ate was chelav, and therefore you have to bring karmen chatas edach romer chalta chelav. One aid says you ate chelav, vuamer lo chalti, and you did it, Potter, you don't have to bring a carbon. Time Chalti sounds like the only reason you don't have to bring a carbon is because you denied it. Ha'ishtik, but if you would have silently just listened as one eight says that you ate chalev, Mehemon, then he is believed and you have to bring carbon chatas. So you see that an eight is neman to be mechayev, you carbon chatas. So from these three places, our Mishnah, the Mishnah about eight mipiyev, and the Mishnah about bringing chatas for chalev, you see an eight echad is neman. So now the Gemara says, okay, now that we've verified that it's true, for, uh, what's the source for it? Where do we know that that's uh, that that's true? Where where did the Chazal get it from? Now that I know that Chazal hold this way, that you're allowed to believe in Ein Echad, where did Chazal learn this from? That you're allowed to believe in Ein Echad. So the Gemara is going to have three possibilities. So possibility number one, Ditanya. It says by the Chiv of Karmel Chatos, Oh, Hodai, love Chatos, Oh. 
So the Brisa Darshan's the word a love, that it's only if uh, if it's known to him on his own knowledge that he's chayim. It can't be that other people are telling him that he did this Avera. So you might think if other people tell him he did the Avera and he doesn't deny it, he's still going to be Pater Tamalomar, oh, they love Mikol Makom. That's why it says Hoda, it doesn't say Yoda, that even if it's made known to him by others, he still could be chayim of Chatos. So what exactly is the case that the Bryson needs to be mechadesh that even if his yediyah comes al yedei and a that he's going to be chayv a carbon if two edim come and say yeah what you just ate is chaylev and he doesn't deny it I don't need a pasuk to tell me that he's going to be chayv a chatos of course he's going to be chayv el lavchad it must be that the case of an edach came the kilo and if he doesn't deny it he's going to be believed the edach is going to be believed so shemamina edach so you see from that pasuk about Korban Chatos that an Eid is believed that there are certain circumstances where someone from the outside is going to tell you that what you ate is Chalev and you're going to be Chayev Chatos on their say-so. How do I know that that's because an Eid is Mehemen? No, maybe the reason that he has to be in Korban Chatos is not because that Eid is believed, it's because he didn't say anything, he didn't deny it. And Shtika is Koda, so it's based on his own Hoda'a. Teda, I'll bring you a raya that it's based on Shtika Koda. The Sefer goes on to say, Two people tell me he ate Chalev, and he denies it. Potter, he's uh, not going to be Chayev Chatos. Mayor Mechayev, but Mayor says he is going to be Chayev if two people say it, that he ate Chalev and he denies it. So I'm Mayor. Mayor says, I have a very simple logic why he'd be Chayev. Let's say two people would come and say, You uh, were Mechal Shabbos, or you murdered somebody. And he says, No, I didn't. It doesn't matter that he says, No, I didn't. We're going to be Mechayev Misa based on Shnei Edim. So if two people come and say you ate chalev and you say no I didn't you're not going to be chayev a carbon of course you can be chayev a carbon so the chavah said back to Rameir no because over here he, had a, he has a way out he could have said that you're right I ate but I, I was mazed so Migo that he could have said mazed and would not be chayev a carbon chatos so we believe him to say that he uh, that, that he's not chayev a carbon chatos that he didn't that he didn't eat it so the Gemara is medayik from the fact that you have machlok Rameir and the chacham in the seifa when there are shnei edim, so it sounds like in the ratio, when there's one aid that tells them that he ate chelev, they don't disagree. Even the chamra moda to the diuk that we made, that a person is chayv karban, dafka, if he denies what the aid is saying. But if one aid says you ate chelev and he's shosek, he's going to be chayv karban. So uh, reisha, my time will come chayv rabbanon. Why are the rabbanon mechayv him in the ratio if he's shosek? And if you're going to say it's because the aid echel is believed about his surin, and it's uh, like any other but when you have two Edim in, in Stam Edos, where the Allah is that even if you deny whatever the Edim are saying, we believe the Edim, and yet in our case for Kapatri Rabbanan, the Rabbanan are going to say you don't have to bring Karban Chatos because you could have said Mezir Eisi. So uh, when it's Eidechad, the Nehmanus of Eidechad shouldn't be Mechaev Yu Karban, meaning according to the Rabbanan, even the Nehmanus of Shnei Edim is not Mechaev Yu Karban over here. Of course, Nehmanus of Eidechad should not be so why do the Rabbanan say you're chayav a karban if one aid says you ate chaylev and you just don't say anything? 
It must be because you were quiet, and shtika is kada, and therefore the first uh, attempt at explaining from where we learn that an eilechel is neman is uh, rejected because it's not a raya that an eilechel is neman; it's a raya that shtika kada damya. But how do I know that there's a din that eilechel is neman? So Ella the Gemara says a second possibility: Svari midadava chaticha savishal chayv savishal shuman vaseilechel v'ambari lidushuman udemaman. It's a svara, just like if you don't know if food is kosher, so you ask a from-looking person, hey, is this food kosher? And he says, yeah, the food is kosher. So then you're allowed to eat it. So uh, so that's a, so that's a basic svara that you're allowed to eat it. Rashi explains, because if you're going to say that you can't believe in Eilechad that food is kosher, then no one would ever be allowed to eat at anybody else's house. No one would ever be allowed to feed anybody else. Because you can say, I can't eat it, because I don't know, how do I know that it's really kosher? What do you mean? You have a from person, you're a telling you that it's kosher. That's, uh, that's good enough. Tulsi Yashanim says, what's Rashi's raya? Meaning, Rashi's saying, the raya is that you're allowed to eat at other people's houses. Who says you're allowed to eat at other people's houses? Maybe, meaning, how do I know that that's true? So that's what uh, Tosos and the Tosi Yashanim explain, that we learn it from Nida. Because in Ksubis Tavayim Beis, the Gemara Darshan from the Pasuk, the Safra Law, that a woman has to do with Sphira of Shiva Nakiyim, the Gemara Darshan Safra Law Li'atzma. Who's there to make sure that she's not bleeding when she does her Badikos and is checking her Badika each and every day to make sure that there's no blood in it? Nobody, just her. And we trust her. And apparently the husband's allowed to be boiled her based on that. Based on Safra Liatzma. So that's really the source that Neidechad is Neman. Rashi in Chulin and Daf Yud says that the reason that Neidechad is Neman is he says, the Kolyachad Viyachad Aminasa Torah, Vizavachta Mi Bukarcha Mitzoncha, Vishachat Tispena Bakar, and the Kohanim are going to eat. Meaning you're going to bring a carbon based on the fact that you did an Avera Bishogate. Now, well, who knows that you did the Avera Bishogate? Even if you just know yourself that you did the Avera Bishogate, you're going to bring a carbon Chatos, and we're going to allow the Kohanim to eat it. We're not going to assume it's Chulin Ba. Zara, and that the Kohanim are eating. So apparently, you see, from there says Rashi that an Eilechel is believed. Rashi Masechus Gittin on Daf Beis says because the Torah is is Mam and Kolechem Yisrael on Afrashas Truma and Shechita and Nikoragid and Chelev. So again, the same uh, the same idea that we find all over the place that we trust one person about ritual matters. So this is the concept of Eilechel Neman Biyisurin. So that's why the Eilechel is believed in our case as well. It says we're wait no midami Hasam Lois Chaziki. In the case of uh, where we believe uh, about the kosher food, we, we had no reason to believe it was not kosher. There was no cheskas isra on the food. Over here, we know that this woman was an eshesish. And not only that, and also when it comes to the davar shabarava, an eilechel is not believed. You need to, we learn uh, the Gemara Mesach Sota derives dine edus davar shabarava, mi dine edus bimamon. By mamon it says, al pishnaim edim yakum davar. And by davar shabarava it says, kimatsuba ervas. Davar. So we learn Davar Davar Mi Mamon that you need Shnei when it comes to a Davar Shabarva. So for these two reasons, you cannot derive from the fact that Neid Echel is Nambi Surin that Neid Echel is also going to be Naman to, to allow a woman to remarry. First, by a Surin, there's always Chazaki Surah. Over here, there is this Chazaki Surah. And second, this is Davar Shabarva. In Davar Shabarva, Pachs Mishnayim. So the Gemara is giving two reasons, two distinctions. question is, what if you have only one of those distinctions, not the other? Is either one alone a good enough distinction to tell? 
tell you not to believe in Eirechel? So the Ramban and the Rashba write that each one, Bifnei Atzma, each reason on its own, is enough. That whether it be a Dover Shabarava alone, Eirechel is made, that his uh, wife was uh, Mizana, where he's uh, not uh, being matir her against the Chazak, or Eirechel on Kiddushin, uh, Eirechel is not believed, or whether it's his Chazaki Sura alone, uh, without a Dover Shabarava, and Eirechel is not going to be believed. Whereas Tulsus and Gitin and Dav Bezam and Bez says that the Gemara needs both reasons because uh, that Neid Echel is not believed uh, when he's made to be Mvatal Cheskas Iser, that's also Dover Shabba But to be Mvatal Cheskas Iser alone, that's not a Dover Shabba or for a Dover Shabba alone, that's not a Cheskas Iser, then the Eid Echel would, uh, would be believed. You have to work through all the cases in Shas and see how that works out and if that's actually true. But that is the Machlokas uh, Rishonim. So says the Gemara, Hello Damya. You want to compare the Hatar of Anisha to get married to another case in Halacha, and that you know what that's compared to? What if you had a Chaticha that you knew was Chalib? You knew it wasn't kosher. And one aide comes and says, It's Shuman, the Lomam. And of course, it's not going to be believed in that case. So Neidachel is not believed when you know for sure that someone, it says Chazeki Sura, when you know that something is Asr. says, You can compare a Cheskas Isra of a Chatichas Chalib to a Cheskas Isra of Eshas Ish. Hasam buy something that's chelav. I feel also Even if a hundred Adam were to come to tell me that it's shuman loma hemni, it would not be believed because you never had a suffix about the piece. You know that it's chelav. So I don't care how many people are telling me that it's kosher. If I know that it's treif, it's treif. Hacha, but by the ashes ish, even though there's a cheskas iser, even the chiyasu If two Adam were to come and tell me that the guy is dead, mehemni, they'd be believed. So chanami lemne. So that's not really the same as a case where you know that a piece of chelev is chelev and, and an aide tells you that it's, uh, that it's shuman. No, because if you know a piece of chelev is chelev, a hundred Adam can't tell you otherwise. Whereas by a guy being dead, a hundred Adam can tell you otherwise. So maybe one aide can tell you otherwise as well. Midi dahava, just like a tevel v'konamos, just like tevel that uh, someone has made that you mafresh shumasamaisus, hektish that they're saying that was nifta or konamos, that's something that you took upon yourself as a neder. So uh, in all those cases, an aide is Neman to say that there was Hutar, even though it's his Chaziki Sura in those cases. So maybe we should believe in Eid Echel to be Matir and Isha, even though it's his Chaziki Sura by, by the Isha. Who, who, who told you that his Chaziki Sura alone is, is, uh, is, is enough reason? To say that we're not going to believe in Eid Echel. So says Gemara, not a good raya from Tevel and Hegdish and Konamos. Hi Tevel, by Tevel, where you say that in Eid Echel is believed to say that Chumas and Maestros have been Hufrosh, hey Chidami, what exactly is the case? Edi day, if it's the person's own Tevel, the aide's own Tevel, Mishim to be able The reason he's believed is because he has the ability to make that happen. He could be Masaki in his Tevel, he could be Mafrosh Chumas and Maestros from it. So the case where you're believing in Eid Echel about the Tevel must be that it's somebody else's Tevel. So my kasavar, what exactly do you hold about somebody else's tevel? If you're going to say that you're allowed to be mafresh trumas uh, and for somebody else's tevel without the person's permission, because it's like a zachal adam shalom b'fanav, so mishum to be yadol l'sakno. So the reason the Yerechel is going to be believed is because he still could do it. He could do it on his own. He could be mafresh trumas and maizos. V'ikasavar tzarech das bailim, and if you hold that you need das bailim in order to be mafresh trumas and maizos, v'omar and the guy is saying, I know that these peros are masukan, that the bailim was mafresh trumas and maizos, he gufa minolam. Well, you need a raya to, to, to your raya. I mean, you're saying, oh, you know, 
why the Eirechot should be believed that the husband is dead? Because Eirechot is believed about Tevel. Eirechot is believed about Tevel. Where do you know that from? If I, if the Eirechot is coming and he has no ability to be Mesake in the Tevel, why would I believe him? I don't know that an Eirechot is believed about that. Saying Hektish Nami, and Uriah from Hektish is also not a great Raya, because he Kedushas Damim. If we're talking about something that has Kedushas Damim, something that belongs to Betak Abayis, is not Kedushas Mizbeach, so Mishum Biyadoliftoso. You could always be Poda on your own, that which has Kedushas Damim. So of course you can be believed about it, because you could fix it. And he Kedushas Aguf, and if it's something that has Kedushas Aguf, well then it depends, meaning it's Kedushas Karban, it's Kedushas Mizbeach, Edi Day. If you're the one that was makdashit mishum biyadolit shulele, you could be shawalit zelachacham to be matir. It's a hektish status, so it's biyado to fix. Ela da'acher. No, maybe it's something that has kedushas aguf, but somebody else was makdashit. Va'amar and this aid is saying yadana be'di itshul mariyale that I know that the guy who was makdashit was shawalit. Well, he goof on Again, how do you know that an Eidachl is believed about such a thing? You can't bring me a raya that an Eidachl is going to be believed here because an Eidachl is believed by Hagdish. I don't know that an Eidachl is believed by Hagdish in such a case. And Konamos Nami, and when it comes to Konamos as well, when it comes to Nadarim, if you hold that if someone take, makes something usher, that it becomes like Hagdish and therefore it's subject to Me'ila, and therefore it takes on a Kedushas Domim of Bedeka Bayis, so Mishim so yeah, the Eidachl is going to be believed because he has the ability to be poda it and turn it back into chulin. And if you hold that it, there's no shame hegdish when you use the, the term konam, and it's just that you have an isra to use that chayfetz because you took a neder. Well, if you're the one that made the konam, the reason you're believed is because you could be shoal chacham to be matir the neder. It must be someone else took the neder. And one aide is coming and saying, I know that someone, that the original guy who took the Konam is being, it was Shovel on it. Well, he Gufaminalan. How do you know that Neidachel is believed about that case either? So, all three, in all three circumstances, it's either Biyado or I don't know that the guy is believed. So, none of these are a good Raya that Neidachel is going to be believed to be Matir and Isha, that uh, Neidachel to say that the woman's husband died. So, that's why the Gemara comes on to the third and final explanation. Of, of where is it? Where's the source? How do I know that an Eidechel is believed? Hence the Gemara, Amr Abizera, the reason we're making to believe in Eidechel to be Matir Neshas Ish is not based on any source. It's Mitochomer Shechmartala Besofa, Hikaltala Bitchila. Since if the husband were to come back home, we're going to throw the book at her. We're going to be so machmir. She's not going to get super from either husband. Children are going to be mamzerim. Everything's going to be terrible for her. All life is going to be ruined. So because of that chumrah that we're going to give her at the end, we believe that she's going to do her research and she would not get remarried unless she actually believed with 100% certainty that her husband was dead. So we're makel to allow an Eid and let her get remarried I'll be an Eid because helping the Eid is the woman's knowledge that her life will be ruined if the Eid is not telling the truth. And and therefore, she'll uh, only get remarried if she knows for sure that her husband is dead. So says Gemara. Yeah, but lo lichmer uh, Why? So don't be so machmir on her at the end, and then you won't have to be so makel on her at the begin at the beginning. Meaning we won't be so makel to believe in Eid Echad. Says Gemara. No, we're looking for a way to let her get remarried, and very often there aren't two edim that the husband is dead. So the Rabbanan had to come up with a way to be makel, and the only way to be makel with an Eid Echad was by being extra 
extra machmir on the tail end if the husband comes home. So by being extra machmir, that gives us the uh, confidence that when she gets remarried, she's really uh, she, she's really certain that the husband is dead. So period. That's how I know that Neirach was neman by Edus Isha. It's based on this svara that uh, because we're so machmir at the end, if the husband were to come home, we could trust her. So then the Mishnah had said that if the husband uh, comes home, uh, she's not allowed to stay married to either husband. So I'm a rav lo shanwel shenises that's only if she got remarried based on Eid If two uh, witnesses come and tell us uh, that the husband is dead and she gets remarried based on the say-so of two witnesses, then Then she doesn't have to divorce the second husband. So they left at Rav in, uh, in Eretz Yisrael. I understand. She was married to Reuven. Now uh, two witnesses come and say Reuven is dead. She marries Shimon. And Reuven comes home and you're going to tell her she's allowed to stay married to Shimon? She never got divorced from Reuven, and Reuven's alive, obviously. So it says, Now the case is, I don't know if this guy is really Reuven. That's what Rav says, she doesn't have to get divorced from the uh, from the second guy. Well, if we don't know that it's Reuven, even if it was only one aide that allowed her to get remarried, why should she have to get divorced from Shimon? Just because a guy comes home claiming he's Reuven, and one aide says, yeah, that's my buddy Reuven, and no one else recognizes this guy as, uh, as Reuven? We're going to make her get divorced? So now the case is two witnesses come and say we were with this guy from the day that he left town until now we were with him the entire time so we can verify this is Ruvain it's you who don't recognize him because you haven't seen him in such a long time his face changed over time the Orchler raises the question so I mean, the, the assumption is his face changed because he grew a beard or something like that so the Orchler raises the question what if he left with a beard, so then this whole uh, all bets are off. The whole case is going to be different because uh, why isn't anyone else recognizing him? So he says, no. Sometimes uh, people with a beard also you're not going to recognize. It's not all about the beard. So the Gemara is After all, the pasuk says, that Yosef recognized his brothers, but they didn't recognize him. And Rav Chista says, why is it that Yosef recognized them and they didn't recognize him? It must be because he grew a beard and therefore his whole face changed, but uh, Yosef recognized them, because when he was sold as Nevin, they already had Chasum and they already had a beard, so it turns out that uh, that there are Shnei Edim that are made, that this guy uh, that's uh, that's here is uh, is not her husband, because they're made that the husband died, but then there are another Shnei Edim that are saying, it absolutely is her husband, and we were with him the whole time, and uh, we don't, and, and nobody else knows if it is or isn't, so the Allah is that uh, since she got remarried, Lotetze, we're not going to make her get divorced from her new husband when you have this tray tray when you have two aid saying the husband is dead and two aid saying no this is the husband but if there's only one aid that uh, that 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 the uh, husband is dead and then two aid come and say no this is the husband the shnei aid are going to beat the one aid and then she's going to have to get divorced from the second husband so I asked the Gemara but wait so so tray tray it's a tray tray you have two aid that saying that the husband is dead and two aid saying that this is her husband and so the halacha should be that anyone uh, who's boiled her, uh, it should be a violation of a Nashim Talu, meaning the second husband who married her should be Chayv Nashim Talu, because it's two Edom against two Edom, whether she was Nashim Ish at the time. So No, she marries one of the Edom who said that the husband is, de- is dead. So to him, it's not a suffix. He says, I know, I don't care how many Edom I saw, I know that the husband is dead. So uh, he's not going to be Chayv Nashim Talu. He says, well, okay, maybe he won't
won't be, but he gufa basham talui kaima. She should be chayiv basham talui because she's not sure if the husband is dead or not because you have shneki te'edim. So why does Rav paskin that she does not have to get divorced? Because Rav is talking about that the woman says, I know, I have certain simanim that my husband is dead and uh, therefore I'm confident to marry somebody else and uh, she's not chayiv in Hashem Talui. So that's what Rav is going to say, she doesn't have to get divorced from her second husband. If when Rav says it's only in a case where the woman is saying that her first husband dies, is dead and she married uh, the one of the Edim that uh, testified that the first husband is dead, so my why does Rav have to say this then? That's, uh, we already know that in Masechus Ksubus and Davchav Beis, that when two people say that a woman's husband is dead, and two people say that the woman's husband is not dead, she's not allowed to get remarried, but if she does, lo she doesn't have to get divorced. And the Gemara explains that we're talking about a case, the Gemara there in the second part of Ksubus says, we're talking about a case where she married one of the Edim who claimed that the husband was dead, and she's claiming Barili. So everything Rav is saying over here already appears in the second part of Ksubus. Rav is not teaching me anything new. So it says, I feel Rabbi Menachem Rabbi Yossi, even Rabbi Menachem Rabbi Yossi, who disagrees over there and holds that in such a case, if she got remarried, she does have to get divorced. Only says she has to get divorced if after the Edim came that, that her husband is alive, she got remarried. So that's what we're going to say, look, she shouldn't have done that. When she knew that there was some dispute whether her husband is dead or alive, she shouldn't have gotten remarried. Aval but if she got remarried on the say-so of two Edim, and then uh, and then and then after she gets remarried, two other Edim come and say, "Oh, this guy, this living person, is her original husband." Lo Amar, even Rabbi Nachum Rabbi Yossi is not going to say she has to get divorced. She was Nisei's Peheter, so even Shitas Rabbi Nachum Rabbi Yossi is going to be a kasha. What's Rav being mechadish over here by Rav saying Lo say in the case where she marries one of the Edim that says that her husband was dead? She's sure her husband is dead, and there are two Edim that are saying that her husband is alive. Of course, Lo say. So the Gemara brings the Machlokas Chamin and Menachem Rabbi Yossi that appears in Masechus Ksubas that we just referred to. Ditanya, we have a Bryce in Masechus Ksubas, a woman's husband goes to Medina Siyam. Shnayim or Mace. Two people are saying that the husband is dead and therefore she's allowed to get remarried. Shnayim or Mace. And two people are saying the husband is not dead and she's not allowed to get remarried. Shnayim or Mace. Two Edom are coming and saying that she got divorced from her original husband and therefore she's allowed to get remarried. Shnayim or Mace. Two Edom are saying she did not get divorced. She's not allowed to get remarried based on such a suffix. But if she did get remarried, she doesn't have to get divorced. She does have to get divorced if she got remarried. When am I going to say that she has to get divorced? That's when she did. She 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 came that her husband is not dead, and then she decided to get remarried. But if she first got remarried, when all there was was two Adim saying that her husband is dead. And then after she got remarried, two Edom come and decide to ruin her life and say that her original husband is still alive. She will not have to get divorced. So again, it's a kasha. What is Rav being machadish over here when Rav says that she's allowed to stay married to the second husband? Of course she's allowed to stay married to the second husband. She got married by Heter. It's a trey trey. She's sure about it. Now Rav is being machadish 
that even in a case where the Adam came first and then she got remarried, Adam said, your husband's alive, and she quickly ran into the chuppah and got, got married, so that lafukah that, bin Rabbi Rabiosi. And Rav is telling us, oh, you know that machlokas, chachamim and Rabbi Nachum Rabiosi in Ksubis? I'm in a paskin not like Rabbi Nachum Rabiosi. I'm in a paskin like the chachamim that she does not have to get divorced from the second husband. Vigadamar and others say that what Rav means to, uh, to teach us in, by being medayik from the Mishnah, that she only has to get divorced when she was nisei salpi erechad, but if she's nisei salpi shneidim, she doesn't have to get divorced. Taima deniseis v'acharkach ba'oedim. The reason she doesn't have to get divorced is with Dafka. If we're talking about a case where she got remarried and then Edim came, that husband was alive. Al ba'oedim v'acharkach nisei teitzei keman Rabbi Nachum Rabbi Or the other possibility is that Rav is Dafka paskening like Rabbi Nachum Rabbi Meaning, so two two possibilities of what Rav is being mechadish. I, after all, isn't this already taught in the Sechus Ksubas? No, he's getting involved in that machlokas in the Sechus Ksubas and he's paskening on it. It's just a machlokas, which way he's paskening. He's either paskening like the Rabban or he's paskening like Rabbi Nachum Rabbi So the Gemara asks on Rav, Masiv Rava, Minayin Lo Ratza. How do I know that if a husband doesn't want to, uh, if a Kohen uh, rather, does not want to separate from Tumah and from Nashim that are that a Kohen is possible to marry, Dafno, uh, uh, that, that uh, they, they uh, they force him to be mafresh from Tuma, so uh, and we and to, to divorce a wife that's asher to him. Tamalomar viki dashto. That uh, so the pasuk says viki dashto abal karcho, and that tells me that we have to be mekadish the kohen even against his will. Sayechidami. What's the case where the kohen was over on isuri nisuin that the brice is talking about that we force him to divorce his wife? Ilema. If we're talking about that, two Adam came and said that the woman's husband is dead and she gets married to a kohen beheter because she's supposedly an almana, and then two Adam come and say that the husband was alive at the time that they got remarried, and if he was alive, she's a zona by being by being by by sleeping with this kohen. She's a surah to him, so now she's a suffolk. Whether she's a surah to the kohen to loni and she didn't marry one of the Adam. She married this kohen who's not one of the Adam. Veloka amra barili, and she doesn't say, "I know for sure my husband is dead." So she's a suffolk zona, and the kohen doesn't want to divorce her. So tzrichel lemeimar didafno. You need to tell me that you force him to divorce her. Of course, you force him to divorce her. She's a suffolk zona, not to violate an iser. You force him. Elalav No, the case must be that she got married to one of the Adam. One of the Adam happened to be a kohen. Vika amrabarili, and she said, "I'm sure that my husband is dead." And we say that we do force him, force him to divorce her. So because she's asura as a suffolk zona. Alma Isn't this a raya against Rav that when uh, when there's a treu tray and the woman is saying barili that we do force them to to divorce that you do have to get, get leave the second marriage says mar isukuna shani the surum that are related to kuna are very khashbi surum and the khamr extra makhmir the ibay say my dabna dabna be edim or it could be that dabna doesn't mean that uh, we force him by physically forcing him we're talking about uh, we're not talking about where she got remarried uh, to one of the edim and she's torn as bari no it means that before she marries the kohen uh, we we force her not to get remarried because of the khiv of kidashto Bezdin uh, has to go after and find Adam that are going to be made that the husband is alive in order to be machish, the original Adam that say that the husband was dead, in order to make sure that uh, he doesn't marry this woman. But if she already got married to one of the Adam and she says, Tainas Bari, maybe Rav is correct that she doesn't have to get divorced. The Iba or it could be that the bracelet says that in Lo Ratza Kohen Dapno, that's talking about Kishabau Adam Vachar Kachnises. That's talking about where the Adam already came that are machish the Edemisa, and they say that the husband is alive, 
and then she got remarried. So she got remarried when, when it was a suffix. And that's that we know there is such a shita in Tanaim that she that she's not allowed to stay married. She got remarried when everything was still up in the air and we didn't know if the husband was alive or dead. So then Rabbi Nachum Rabiosi he Rabbi Nachum Rabiosi says in such a case you have to get divorced from the second husband. So that's Shitas Rab. That Shnei Edim say lote, that that uh, by Shnei Edim Lotetse means Lotetse mi bala hasheni. That if they had two Edim that came and said that her husband was dead and she got remarried and then two Edim came and said her husband is alive, she does not have to get divorced from her new husband. Ravashi Amar my Lotetse to Kamarav. Lotetse metera rishon. We misunderstood Rav the whole time. Lotetse doesn't mean that uh, Lotetse uh, from from Baila Sheni. It means from the heter that she had to be mutaris lebaila. That when her first husband comes out, uh, comes back, and she leaves the second husband, she's allowed to go back to the first husband. So even though she was nisays to the second husband, al pi echad, the rabbanon were kones not to go back to the first husband. But if it's two edim that she got remarried based on their word, the rabbanon did not make. Such a kanas because she was somech unto Adam. She did nothing wrong. She was somech unto Adam. Ham Rav Chadazim. Didn't Rav already tell us this once? The Tanan Nisish Shlober Rishos. If she got remarried, not based on Rishos, based on based on to Adam, Muteres Achsalos. She's allowed to go back to the first husband. Vam Rovunim Rav Hachiyot Son. Rav Paskins that way. So Chadam Chal Dechavirti Itmar Einachinami. They were both in the same context that uh, the, to these two dinim. Rav taught one of them, and from the other one, we're saying in his name the other one of these dinim. But Einachinami. That's the the, the shita of Rav. That if she got married, she's allowed to go, and then the husband comes back. She's allowed to go back to the uh, to the first husband. Okay, but from tomorrow we'll pick with, we'll pick up with uh, Amar Shmuel. Some catching up to do. And uh, for those on Zoom and online, I will not be saying Shir. Alicia is going to be saying the Shir on Tuesday and Wednesday. I will be back on Thursday.